Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me once again is my sidekick. Hey, I'm Dr. Heisenberg. He's Dr. Heisenberg. Astronomy news to get the show started today. People love astronomy. They do. Everyone loves astronomy. We live on an astronomical object. Really? A planet. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I did not know that. All yeah. right. Yeah. It's, cool. uh there's going to be an, an annular solar eclipse uh, today, if you're listening to the show, when it comes out May 20th, uh, about 6 p.m.-ish uh, in the western United States. Uh, so put Diablo 3 down for a second, go outside, take a look. It's going to be pretty sweet. Uh, listeners in Japan, you're going to get to see it too. I don't know what time it is in Japan, but go check it out. Um, if, you, if you're listening to the show several days after it came out, um, don't get on the fucking ball because you missed it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, folks on the East Coast will, of course, miss it because the sun will be down here by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to be too late. Yeah. But uh, it's going to be pretty cool. The, um, we're, at the, we're at the the perigee a couple weeks ago of the moon when we had the super moon, so it looked really big. We're going to be at the apogee of the moon uh, today, which means it's going to look really small. So it's not going to cover the whole sun. It's going to mostly cover the sun. But there's going to be like a, a cool like ring of fire they call it. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be go go check it out. Yeah, and I as I said, I can't. And this is just one more time in my life that I have been fucked over by an eclipse. My whole life is just a series of events in which I get fucked over by eclipses. You've uh, yeah, you've you've had a long run of drama with the sun. Yeah, no, fuck the sun. Okay, because. You know, in middle school, you know, they're always like, oh, everyone go outside, time for the eclipse. And, you know, two kids, never me, but two kids get the welding filters from shop class and everyone else has to just look through a a pinhole or fucking squint at the sun, you know. (laughs) And it was never a good eclipse. It was always like, oh, the sun looks a tiny bit different, but not really. You know, meanwhile, you know, because we were never in the, the path of the good eclipse. Meanwhile, who gets to see the good eclipse? It's always some country where the people think there's a snake eating the sun. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Everybody, uh, if you do get to see the eclipse tomorrow, don't panic. It has nothing to do with, uh, you know, Mayans or any shit like that. It's just, it's just the moon. It's cool. Chill out. Yeah, and... No, no need to panic here. I mean, and who gets the good view of the eclipse this year? You're talking about, you know, California, Japan and stuff. Those are good places. <laughs> Those are good places. Those places are fine. But who gets the really good view? Some fucker out on a boat in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, a lot of, uh... Fish are going to get a great view of the eclipse. Yeah, fish and fucking human traffickers and shit. That's who gets to watch the eclipse. Is that the world you want to live in? No. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, life on the high Whalers. seas. Yeah, life, guys, on the, life on the high seas is full of adventure and imagination. Yeah, well, you know, all them whale stabbers get to see it, so... <laughs> That's China. Whatever. No, is it Japan? It's Japan. I, okay. I don't mean all the people in Japan. I mean the guys out in the middle of the Pacific stabbing whales. Japan, I love you robots. Please be nice to whales. Yeah, they're cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. You know what? Let's just roll a topic. Let's yeah, do that's, that's been the astronomy report for Breakfast with the Beak. Earth is a planet. Newsflash. Yeah. <laughs> if you didn't know, the more you know. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, let's fuck this duck. Yeah, what's this week's topic, Johnny? Okay. <laughs> Uh, 17. 17! What's topic number 17? 17 is community chest. Oh, no. Help an old lady across the street. Wait, that, that is not a topic. Go, is, is there <laughs> That's more? what number 17 is. 
Move forward five spaces. If, however, instead of a board game, this is a podcast where you choose a topic based on a roll of the dice, choose the topic five spaces after this space. Submitted by, guess the fuck who? Oh, here it comes. Jay in Philadelphia. How do I know? How do I know? It was going to come from Jay. Because Jay does this. Jay trolls us. Jay treats us like his personal board game. Thanks, Jay in Philadelphia. There was a yeah. There's a lot of stuff in there that's not podcast, but I guess we do a, another topic <coughs> after this topic that's not really a topic. Yeah. Well, I count down <laughs> five spaces. Okay. To number five to number twenty-two. All right. Topic. So we're doing topic number twenty-two. I guess. Yes. Well, guess what else? I'm not going to go help an old lady across the street. I got to host this show. Yeah, and yeah. we've already helped the old lady across the street. That was all imaginary, but we don't have a board game here, so. Yeah. Okay. Well, topic number twenty-two. Here's the fun part. All right. Jay submitted a lot of topics, oh, so no. he has led us right into another one of his topics. Uh. <laughs> I think he set this up. All right, Jay. Okay. All right. I'll play your game. I guess. Oh, oh, okay. no. So we got another J topic from this J topic. Yeah, All and right. it gets even better. It gets right. even better. Okay. Because J has double trolled us. What's he right? What's topic number 22, Johnny? Roll a saving throw versus traps. <laughs> That's not a topic either. If you fail, take 2d4 damage for five turns and discuss Admiral Akbar. Okay, that sounds like a topic. But Admiral Akbar? Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you succeed, roll again and choose a better topic. Okay, so we either have to do another topic after this, but first, okay, roll a saving throw versus traps. Is yeah. that... You're going to roll a d20? I am. I'm going to okay. roll uh, this one. All right. And, uh, All right, roll big. Let's, so we, let's say the difficulty class is maybe... I think 15 is fair. I guess the appropriate thing is... It's a trap! It's a trap. Yeah, right? He's not a chud. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. That's better. Okay. Okay. Anyway, let's say 15 is a fair number. All right, all right. Big money here. we got to avoid the trap. It's a one. God damn it. It's a fucking one. It's, it's, a, it's an actual natural one. <laughs> all right. That you, is a critical failure. You roll the one. Okay. That is a critical failure. So we fell on the trap. We fell on the we trap. We very clearly fell on the trap. Yes, a big okay. stone head on the wall is vomiting caltrops all the fuck over the place. He's fucking DMing our lives here. This is insane. He is. He's <laughs> DMing our lives, and he's a bad DM. He's railroading the shit out of us. He's all <laughs> like, you guys have to go to this dungeon. All the other dungeons are locked and guarded by dragons. You gotta go to this one. <laughs> so we gotta roll a 2d4 to take damage? Let's just assume we're going to roll badly and take a fuckload of damage for our next five Well, I turns. want to know how much damage we're going to take. Let's roll the 2d4 and take see what kind of damage we have to take. Okay, fine, okay, fine, right. fine. Okay, two. That's not bad. Two? All right. So we take two damage for the next five turns. Um, so how long is it turn? What, like, five minutes? Well, in D&D, Let's it's say. six seconds, but... Uh, yeah, but that's when you do a lot of stuff... In, in combat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're like... Hacking zombies and shit, but right now we're just in a trap taking damage. Yeah, well, we're going to be taking, let's say, uh, two damage for the next, you know, every minute for the next minute or next five minutes. So the rest of the show. Yeah, whatever. Okay, okay, we're taking two damage every few minutes for the. Okay, so this week's topic is 
Admiral Akbar. At the end of all that, this week's topic submitted by James Philadelphia is Admiral Akbar. Yeah, wow. You know, you could have saved a lot of death <laughs> just by submitting Admiral Akbar. You know? Is that what you wanted, Jay? Did you actually want us to talk about Admiral Akbar? You know, it's like, you're like the guy in the bar who shouts Freebird at the band. And, you know, what is that guy going to do if that band actually plays Freebird? Does he even want to hear it? Does he really want to give up the next, you know, like nine minutes of his life listening to some band who probably can't play Freebird very well play Freebird? I'm sure he doesn't. He's just being a dick. But you know what? If that band played Freebird, they'd teach him an important lesson. It's like when your dad catches you smoking, makes you smoke a whole carton and you puke. Okay? And we're going to do that, Jay. We are going to make you smoke this whole carton full of Admiral Akbar. <laughs> the metaphor got away from me, but a you see bit, what I mean. A little bit. All right. I'm gonna. Well, okay. Let's start. Let's start with what we know. I guess, right? He's a red guy. He's from Admiral Akbar. If you don't immediately understand who that is, you know who he is. I think most of you should know, even if you don't know his name. He's the he's the fish man in Return of the Jedi who shouts, "It's a trap!" Yeah. but in a funnier voice than mine. Yeah, yeah. He's from Star Wars. He's a guy that looks like a fish. He's a good guy. Yeah, he pretty much goes, It's a trap! It's a trap! It's a trap! But, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's pretty Akbar. much he's on the He's on the big uh, uh, rebel ship, and he helps organize, you know, um, Han Solo's assault on the, the base on planet Endor. But yeah. he's mostly standing there, like, administrating, and, yeah. and then he leads the, the fleet. Yeah, in the assault on the Death Star. Yeah. Which is when he says it's a trap... When the Emperor is all, like, fully operational battle station, ha ha ha, you know. Yeah, they, they turn on the, that thing's operational! And they start shooting all the chairs. And, and then, then he's like, like, it's a trap! Yeah. 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 That's, that's Admiral Akbar. That's Admiral Akbar, yeah. Yeah, that's, ha ha, we're internet heroes now because we acknowledged him. Hooray. Right. And there's, uh, there's this, the, the film, of course, came out in 1983. Yes. But Admiral Akbar has, has... Kind of grown in prominence on the internet in the last couple of years because of the Admiral Akbar "It's a Trap" meme, which is literally just, "Hey, here's a picture of Admiral Akbar saying it's a trap." Possibly because you you think you're talking to a pretty lady, but she has a penis or something. Yeah, and he usually shows up on sites like 4chan where you know people put up links to stuff. And, like, it's going to be a link to something that, like, you don't actually want the link to go to. Like, sometimes yeah. it's a virus. Sometimes it's a goatsy picture. Or, like, you know... Sometimes it's just Rick Astley. Sometimes it's Rick Astley. Sometimes it's granny porn. I mean, not that I would know anything about this or would ever discuss it on the internet. He's the one discussing it. And I own the website, not him. And I'm being deferential. So go for his Facebook, guys. <laughs> uh, of course you mean... Facebook.com slash Breakfast with the Beak. Or whatever. Where, yeah. where fans can send in topics to, to the show. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, the, 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 the parlance on the message boards is, you know, put up, it's a trap, when they're going to link you to pictures of their dick or whatever. Yeah. You know. Or when somebody else has done it and you wish to uh, perhaps... Yeah. Save people from making your mistake. Right, exactly. Yeah. It's like, oh no, it was all Steve's dick pics the whole time. Oh, Steve's dick Tumblr.com. I mean, not not for the dick, <laughs> but for the costumes he puts on it. He puts a lot of effort into those, yeah. those dick pic costumes. Yeah. That's Admiral Akbar, everyone. <laughs>
What I, I, I mean, but I, I am curious as to why that would catch on. It's not like there's not other silly things in Star Wars. Well, I mean, it's 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 interesting. I mean, he's an interesting character. He's he's one of those guys where like he doesn't really do a whole lot or have a lot of screen time. But just looking at the elaborateness of the costume, that giant fucking mask, you feel like there was probably a lot of thought put into the character that didn't show up in the movie. Well, it is George Lucas, so... Right. No, there wasn't, but after the fact, he's going to say there was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was just a funny thing, I'm sure, in in the early 80s, but... Yeah. Yeah, now he has a a backstory. In fact... Oh, God, do we have Wikipedia ready? Yeah, I'm going to pull up Wikipedia on uh, on my phone here. That's that's not Wikipedia, that's Wikipedia, the Star Wars wiki. Yes, let's learn about Admiral Akbar. Okay. Um, Admiral Akbar's first name is uh Gyal. Gyal Akbar. Alright. Um, he's from the planet uh Mon Calamari, um, which seems suspiciously <laughs> lazy. Yeah, it's like That's the Italian yeah. word for squid. Yeah, and he's not even a A, he's oh, not a squid. He's some kind of fish. B, Star Wars already has squid people, but they're not Mon Calamarians, they're Quarrens, which doesn't mean squid anywhere. Wait, 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 wait. I, I misspoke. His species is Mon Calamari. He's from the planet Dak. And I, I believe the Quarrens are also from planet Dak. It has multiple sentient races. Oh. Am I right on that? Uh, maybe. Okay. What I'm saying is, I mean, okay, I guess that's a little less lazy than calling the squid people Mon Calamari, but at the same time, they're already squids. It's clearly like you designed the squid guy, and then afterwards you were like, oh, God, we had this huge missed opportunity for naming them after delicious fried squid. So let's back up and make up some other crap about that or something. It, it, it bugs me. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, I do know what the Squidhead guys are called, okay? And it's, yeah. 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 But yeah, well, Dak, I, I suppose, is a, is an aquatic planet, but uh, Admiral Akbar had no problem, you know, putting on a uniform and standing around in the open air with the humans and the Wookiees. So... Yeah, he I wasn't feel, wearing like a... He's versatile. I guess he's an amphibian then. I guess. Right? Does yeah. he need... Does he have like a... I don't know if they say, but does he have, like, uh, some kind of wet squishiness inside the suit to keep him moist? I have no idea. Yeah. I would assume he would at least wear, like, wet earmuffs over his gills. He's not even wearing a helmet. Yeah. yeah I mean, and the Quarrens, too, are all walking around in Jabba's Palace wearing what appear to be scratchy wool robes. And Jabba's Palace is in the fucking desert. Yeah. So I guess I mean, these guys have adapted. I, I always assumed the inside of Jabba's Palace was quite humid, but that's just because it's there's a hut in there, and, you know, he, he doesn't appear to get off that thing to go to the, the toilet, so... Well, he probably gets a lot of, um, you know, he's a, he's a gangster, so he probably gets a lot of tribute money um, in the form of moisture from the surrounding moisture farms. Oh, my God. Star Wars suddenly makes total sense. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I am not even joking. Did I just blow your mind you with that? You fucking blew my mind. Oh, okay. I'm not kidding. It's like, that is brilliant. Like that. I mean, they farm moisture, but they don't have any fucking crops. It's all desert. Yeah. They must be given most of their, you know, quote-unquote crop to, to yeah. the, the fucking squid, or uh, snail, squid, no. Um, slug. Slug people. Slug yeah. people, yeah. Because that, that makes, I mean, like, okay, moisture farming, it's clearly like a dune thing where, like, we gather up whatever little bits of water we can and collect it, and then we sell the water or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And... And yeah, of course they would have to pay protection money to the huts. And of course, 
some of that protection money would probably come in the form of their crop rather than actual cash. Sure, yeah. Because as episode one of all things established, uh-huh. uh, Republic money isn't necessarily accepted everywhere on Tatooine. Yeah, they use other yeah. currencies. Yeah, even during uh, yeah, they're, uh, even when the uh, before the Republic fell, uh, you know, yeah, they're just far out there. That is brilliant, and I honestly I have no idea if the Star Wars uh, authority, the Star Wars like keepers of the the canon or whatever, have actually bothered putting that in there. But it makes perfect sense. It does. Jabba yeah. is a big, slimy, soggy creature. He is. He is. He wouldn't like to actually be out in the desert. Hell no. That barge was all shady. You know. Oh, it certainly was. Free he couldn't stay out there very long. And, yeah. No. No. I mean, and the huts are certainly not from Tatooine. They're from... Um, well, there's a hot planet. Is there's the a hot planet. Yeah. I can look it up, but it would take too long. Yeah, there is. Nalhutta. Nalhutta, thank you. Yes, you are correct. Yes. I mean, the, the thing about that is is a lot of the, the Star Wars mythos... Like, we've already told you everything we know plus that we get from the actual film Return of the Jedi. We've gone well beyond the film by this point just by yeah. talking about Dak and Nalhada and Quarrens. Exactly, exactly. So a, a lot of this stuff comes out and gets fleshed out in what they call the expanding universe, yeah. most of which is canon at this point, and that's novels, comic books, cartoons. Yeah, it's... Uh, probably a trading card game. Uh, several. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, several games, uh, both you know tabletop and, uh, you know... Uh, video games and such. Yeah, and most of this is considered canon at this point, like with Lucas's blessing, especially after he decided, you know, that he was never going to make episode 7. Yeah. So it's like, well, right, whatever. Money, money, money about what happens after Return of the Jedi. Now, I still say that they could take those books about what happens after episode 7, which are, you know... Maybe not great, but certainly not written by George Lucas. Right. And, you know, all the actors from the the first uh, trilogy, or the original trilogy, are, I would say, age-appropriate to play their, you know, cranky old selves. Oh, that'd be beautiful. If you had old Harrison Ford, old Carrie Fisher, old Mark Hamill playing their exact same characters just, like, literally 30 years later, you know, in the film just like it is, that would be a cool movie. Yeah, I mean... On the other hand... I mean, they're pretty much all alive. We say it's cool, mm-hmm. but old Indiana Jones... All right, you have a point. Yeah. The, here's the thing, though. Okay, I'm not going to say Indy 4 was good. It wasn't But good. the the backlash is overblown, okay? It, uh, Indiana Jones' Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was nowhere nearly as bad as the Phantom Menace. Not at all. Okay? No. It's like... Because people, people bitch about, like, oh, it had aliens in it. It was silly. It was goofy. There were ridiculous traps and stuff. Every single indie movie in the 80s was still silly. Okay? That's it, Indiana Jones movie. We're not talking young Soderbergh here. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Indiana Jones films. Yes. yes. But, like, you know, uh, 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 fucking uh, Raiders, right? The, they're, they're, they're tied to the stake, and then they open up the... Uh, the, the Ark of the Covenant, and then weird god-demon ghosts come out and melt Nazi faces. That's ridiculous. That's not in the Bible. No, it's not. And then Temple of Doom, he goes down and there's the 
the Kali cultists, like, ripping your heart out through your chest, but you're still up, and, like, I mean, I love those movies, but they're ridiculous, and I think they're basically on par with the ridiculousness in Indy 4. The the fridge is as survivable as the minecart chase. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That minecart chase, while awesome, is absurd. And, I mean, remember, you know, like, that guy very nearly got Indy's heart out, okay? Yeah. And then Indy gets back up afterwards, and it's like, I'm not going to have any long-term medical repercussions from this. Right, is it in the same place? Is it still connected to yeah. all the right veins? I, like, how much of, how far out did he get it? You know, yeah. it's like, I, I mean, obviously... Does it look like he's got a big heart-shaped tumor on his, like, you know, peck now? Or? Yeah, because, I mean, you know, the heart's connected to a lot of stuff. That's the whole point of the heart. Right. So, it's not, it's, it's not a description item that can just be removed you know it's not like it, it, it's not like a piece of shrapnel inside you or something yeah it's uh it has you have to cut all the stuff around it which presumably this guy was doing with his thumb i don't know <laughs> and, and how, have, how much of that work did he complete <laughs> maybe he had like a little claw on his thumb kind of thing well, yeah, I mean, it's a, a weird pointy fingernails are good for villains in that kind of movie. And, and by the way, people talk about the campy jokes in Crystal Skull. Okay, what about that, like, 20-minute scene in the Indian Temple with, like, the stewed monkey brains? Yeah. Like, uh, that's funny, but it's yeah, just no, as goofy. It's good old-fashioned Reagan-era family racism. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> it is. I mean, there's yeah. there's no non-racist interpretation of that yeah, scene. No, I, no, no, it's it's... Absolutely xenophobic. Yeah, like, if it happened to Archie Bunker, there would be a workaround. You could say, this is just like, haha, this is the worst possible dinner Archie Bunker could have been at, you know? Sure. But Archie Bunker was a very young man at the time. Yeah. You know, Archie Bunker was still learning the lessons that would poison him in his later years. Oh, you mean in the 30s in the time of the film? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah Archie Bunker was probably, you know, he was running a bar or something by the time. <laughs> well, he runs a bar at the end of All in the Family. That's well, I assume he kept is. the bar. Is, yeah, is, he, he could run more than one bar. Yeah. Well, in his lifetime. No, I just mean, like, after the show ended. Is it... Is it it doesn't just wink out of existence. No, no, no. I mean in the sitcom after uh, the actress who played Edith died yeah, yeah. and All in the Family, they, they, they continued the sitcom and he owned up a, a bar and that was the show for the rest. He wasn't sitting in his living room being racist. I he know. Was a I, bartender. Okay. Yeah. I, what I'm saying is after the show ended completely. Oh, yeah. The, the bar continued to exist in the oh, universe yeah. of All in the Family. The Archie character continues to, yeah. to run the Irish bar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and nobody's feeling the need to write novels and video games about that, George Lucas. <laughs> Is there extended universe fanfic about Archie Bunker in his later years? Yeah, I don't know if there is, but I'm sure there <laughs> must be All in the Family fanfic. Just because, even if people aren't writing it now, because, I mean, by and large... Fan fiction and the level that it exists now is, a, wanna, is a relatively recent phenomenon focused on, on newer uh, media. I don't want to read all the family fanfic. Well, that's exactly it, though. Fanfic in it, its original form, you know, kind of blossomed around classic Star Trek. Right. And that that era in which it was all getting written is somewhat contemporary with All in the Family. This is true. This is and true. I feel like there was some lady out there maybe in the 70s who was like, I think Archie needs to learn a lesson about the mutability of human sexuality from Meathead. Oh my god. That's uh, troubling? Might be the word? <laughs> I think it's beautiful. Okay. 
I mean, like, because on one hand, you know, Archie has been living this lie his whole life, you know. But on the other hand, if he hadn't lived that lie, then Meathead never would have found Gloria. And, <laughs> um, like, that is... I could see them doing a storyline like that on, like, Game of Thrones if it wasn't for the fact that that doesn't happen in any of the books that I know of. Uh-huh. There's still some more books to be written, so George R. R. Martin, if you're listening to this, you know, maybe, like, Tywin Lannister was into dudes the whole time. Eh? Uh, eh? Uh? Um, so, some more uh, facts from Wikipedia about uh, Admiral Akbar. Whatever, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Gial Akbar was a Mon Calamari who became the foremost military commander of the Alliance to Restore the Republic and its successor government, the New Republic, having previously been an imperial slave. All right? We know the Empire liked to enslave non-human races. They did. Uh, uh, Chewbacca was a slave before Han Solo saved him. Uh, Later, he fought alongside Renegade Squadron and was once captured by the bounty hunter Boba Fett. Apparently, this is after he escaped from the Sarlacc pit, which also happened in a book. Well, is that after or was it like before? Because Boba Fett, just because people love to fucking masturbate over Boba Fett, well, right. just gets around in the expanded universe. He's been everywhere, done everything. Yeah, well, Lucas, actually, I saw an interview with him once. He said he out and out killed Boba Fett, but then people wanted to like, I think they brought him back in like the comics first, maybe, or maybe it was that collection of short stories. Yeah. But, you know, eventually he threw up his hands and said, all right, it can be canon that he escaped. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, people like to put Boba Fett everywhere. So he's he's met everybody. Yeah. He's like... And, well, evil... people like to put Boba Fett everywhere except Boba Fett's own childhood because that sucked. Boba Fett's own childhood did suck. Yeah. Um, it's like, you'd think an evil clone would be cool, but... I don't know. I kind of like the part where he's like, he's in the ship and like, uh, you know, they're escaping from Obi-Wan on that planet and he's like, you know, uh, Jango Fett's trying to shoot Obi-Wan like while he's bouncing around and Boba's like, get him dead! That actually is a very sweet father-son moment. That was kind of a fun scene. Let's kill this Jedi! It's like a father-son hunting experiment. Yeah, no, that actually is adorable. That's kind of cute. It does bug me that it's... It's like a diamond in a pile of manure. Well, yeah. Right? That's anytime you can find anything positive to say about the Star Wars prequels. It's yeah, diamond in a pile of manure. Correct. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, I mean, I'll go get it. It's still a diamond, you know. I'll wash it off. But <laughs> let's see. Uh, Admiral Akbar held the distinction of having been the supreme commander of the New Republic Defense Force for nearly two decades and defeating two Imperial Grand Admirals, whatever that means. Um, I think it means exactly what it sounds like. Uh, you think you're correct. Yeah. Uh, after the Peleon Gaversom Treaty, also from nah, a book. you made that on a... Well, somebody did. Well, it's from a... Yeah, it's from a thing. Okay. Akbar retired to a quiet life of writing his memoirs and advising. However, although old and infirm, he would plan the decisive Battle of Ebok 9 that brought about the end of... Tsavong La and much of the Yuzhan Vong fleet. Yeah, this, all, you're making this all up. Well, somebody did. Well, I know somebody. Not, I, I think you did. I'm, I'm reading it off the internet right now on my phone. You can see it. It's right here. Yuzhan Vong. I don't Vong. know what those word means. Yeah, he. They was, sound menacing. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, it's the Vong part that does it. 
Yeah, because it's it's vaguely Asian and therefore yeah. xenophobic again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, George Lucas has his strengths. I don't think I don't know if we can pin this on Lucas. I I well he might have. He, he might have he might have wrote that word. It's like scary bad guy for future thing. And then somebody found the note and made a movie out of it. He just wrote down Vong and drew a picture of like a Whatever the crappiest monster you can think of is like Jar Jar in a rice paddy hat. <laughs> okay. Admiral Akbar died of old age 29 years after the Battle of Yavin. Which would be like 20, 25 years after the end of Return of the Jedi. Alright. So, yeah, he died uh, happily of old age. Still somewhat relevant in what we can assume... Well, probably, at the very least, better circumstances than how Yoda died. Oh, yeah. no, Which was a shack in a swamp with nobody. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, hey, Luke, you know, this, I'm, I'm in this shack by myself. Nobody's yeah. here except this fucking teenager who keeps whining about how mean I am. And my ghost pal. And my ghost pal, yeah. Who's and, still, like, pissed off about how we fucked up, like, 50 years ago. And this shack used to be way bigger, but I've gradually filled all the rooms up with, like, poop. <laughs> <laughs> Yoda's life sucked. <laughs> it's like you know. He, oh, hey, I, I was you know in charge of the Jedi for like eight hundred years, and then at the very end, it's like I'm going to live in a swamp, and I'm the only person on this crap planet. You know, <laughs> just sitting around, just jacking off into the bog. Maybe I don't shouting know. fish. Yeah, he probably talked a lot to fish, you know, and yeah. like swamp monsters and shit. Who else did he have to talk to? You know, and, uh, you know, as he walked with that cane, his joints probably hurt. Probably wouldn't know what he was looking. He's like, I want a sandwich. I don't want to get up to get a sandwich. I guess I'll levitate myself to the kitchen to get a sandwich. Yeah, I'll bet Yoda had he's, like... He's probably bobbing around like a little green beach ball in a rag. I guarantee ooh, you ooh, he ooh, had ooh. an imaginary friend on that planet because... I based that mostly on seeing Castaway once, like ten years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Probably spent a lot of time, like, unsuccessfully adopting frogs. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, maybe this one will grow up to be a baby Yoda. Nope, just a frog. Why doesn't this planet have any cats? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and I'm actually. How cute impressed. would it have been if Yoda had a cat? I feel like that cat <laughs> would have been more than a match for him in a fight. <laughs> But no, the fact that Admiral Agbar actually gets to, like, die peacefully after being a badass his whole life... Right. ...is is pure fan service. Because in the Star Wars, like, extended universe and the Star Wars canon... Like, the major Star Wars canon, the big canon, you know? Right. It's basically, at this point, a soap opera. Anything that can happen to these people has happened to these people. Yeah. The, you know the real reason he's not going to make episodes 7 through 9 is because if it's based on those books, it's just all the same people going through all the same shit. A bunch of guys try to get the Empire back together, and they clone the Emperor like 20 times. And they... Oh yeah, there's like, between the, the books and the comic books, yeah. that exact thing happens to Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. Over and over yeah. and over again. And like, oh no, That's, the Emperor came back as one of those blue ghosts and he's possessing Luke and now Luke's evil. But now Luke's good again, but he's possessed and then he dies and like his son has to kill him or something. I don't... We I don't found really another it. super weapon, like in an asteroid field and it can destroy two planets at once. Oh, Shit. crap. Yeah, or like we found a super weapon that makes other super weapons or, you know. Yeah. 
Or I'm, for that matter, you know, we've like. And, and the other thing with those books is like, oh, by the way, there were like a million Jedi Masters in hiding this whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah, they keep they popping keep up. Finding more Jedis. Which at some point you have to say, like, you know, everyone knew that we had an organized rebellion. Nobody else showed up to help out? Nobody? Yeah. I mean, like, Yoda kind of eventually stepped up under duress. Yeah. It, he didn't bother to leave his house. No. It's just like, all right, you come to me. Yeah, that I mean, kind of clearly, it's established he went to that planet. He yeah. had a little spaceship. He did. He had a little rocket. He had that little outhouse spaceship. It looked like that rocket from Super Mario Brothers 2. Yes, it did. <laughs> yeah, he had his Super Mario rocket. Yeah. And so we know he could go there. And that is really, you know, that that right there is the issue that ultimately everything that happens in the, the expanded universe and really anything else that happens in regular Star Wars that gets put out to a mass audience, like the Clone Wars cartoon and stuff, right? at this point really is just what'll make the fans go, oh boy, <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, you know, not that I have a problem with like, you know, what happens to Han Solo next, but in the the kind of classic mythos uh, story kind of thing, you know, really the the last three chapters should be about how they die, you know, mm-hmm. or have one last big battle and then die, or pass on the torch, you know. Luke was one day away from retirement, and then. <laughs> Right, right, right. The idea that they have hundreds and hundreds more adventures. I mean, the, everyone in Star Wars is mortal. Yeah. You know, Yoda lived a long-ass time. But that's but, just what that kind of creature does. That's but it's, the, it's not Doctor Who. They don't keep regenerating and, you know, being young again. And having all new adventures with new personalities. You know. Yeah, eventually it comes down to cranky old badass Han Solo and dead Chewbacca. And like, I guess it would be like the Star Trek or Star Trek films. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean when, like when they get up to like, you know, Star Trek five, six. I love Star Trek five, it's all about how they're so fucking old and tired. <laughs> it's great. It's better than six or generations. Like Star Trek five for me is like, Christ, we just want to have a camping trip. We're so old. See, this is the moment <laughs> when you reveal your true self to the world here. Because everyone who listens to this show thinks they have a handle on who you are. But now they know the truth. You're the person who likes Star Trek V. You're the guy who gets a big old nerd boner whenever somebody says, what does God need with a starship? Seriously, I want... <laughs> I want Star Wars Episode Nine to be cranky old characters that we used to love, and like Betty White's there for some reason, and it's just like our last adventure, and then we die. <laughs> Betty White plays play, plays Han Solo and Princess Leia's daughter. <laughs> I was gonna say Luke's wife. He has to, he has to get laid eventually, right? Uh, I know he gets married yeah, and stuff. He marries somebody, some fucking. Bounty Hunter who was in the background of one issue of one comic or something. I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody out here who's listening to this who's like, no, 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 Luke Skywalker's wife was an established character who does a lot of awesome shit and wears tight pants and, you know, whatever. Well, in my version, she's played by Betty White. That's fine. That's how, yeah. it, that's how it was in this theater. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The theater of the mind. Yes. That's, uh, <laughs> we're, we're, there, Lucas isn't going to make this movie, so we got to... We gotta whip it up in the Dreamatorium. Alright. But yeah, no, they just want to go camping, and then God needs a starship. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's all like, if you don't take me off this planet, I'm gonna mess up the Force. 
There! Oh my god, that's actually your screenplay right there. That's, yes. You know, yeah. oh, bad guy wants to mess up the force. Hey, I think we've uh, we've done our five turns. Well, I've definitely... Can we, can we stop taking uh, damage? I've definitely taken more than I needed. <laughs> I'm wearing crappy armor, you know, so... <laughs> All right. Um, well. This was us just being angry. <laughs> So, so comb that out of your pubes, Grandpa. Thanks for playing podcast D and D with us, everybody. <laughs> this is the nerdiest fucking show we've ever done. It's a trap. <laughs>